Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston. Joining as always, my delightful co-host. I don't know what that was, but your excitement level right there has exceeded whatever mine is going to get to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman, by the way. And I was at a football game yelling all day yesterday, and I'm having a nasty allergy attack today. So my throat is basically chafed to death, and my sinuses are stuffed to the to the gills. So, it is a good thing that today is my episode. <laughs> yes. Hooey, wooey, wooey. All right, uh, uh, Matt, what have you been up to besides dying? <laughs> well, I made a terrible mistake. Uh, I watched more than three episodes of BoJack Horseman in the same day. Oh, God. Yeah. And so, now you're having existential crises? A little bit. So, <laughs> well, I watched the... So, season five came out uh, last Friday, I guess it would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's been out for a little more than a week. Uh, I watched the first three episodes pretty quickly and usually bojack horseman the way it goes is i watch the first three or four episodes where they're kind of getting into it into the mm-hmm. what the show's gonna be about that season and it's like oh this is not good it's a bit of a letdown from all the previous seasons and i've said that for each of like the past three or four seasons yeah and every time like by about episode six it's like oh jesus that's gonna pick up in the mic apologize paul i'm sorry i'm sorry for everything that you're hearing right now my mic just, like, dropped on me. <laughs> okay, continue, sorry. Anyway, so I watched, like, those first three, and I was like, oh, this is not great. And so then I sat down and watched, like, four in one day and was legitimately, like, pretty depressed for about three days that afterwards. Is, that is insane that a show can do that to yeah. you. Like, it, I mean, you can be depressed. Like, a show can make you, make, like, kill a favorite character, and that's yeah. one level. But, and like, like you're set, it's, no, actually, de- like, depressed. Yeah, like the show actually affects the way that you view life and yeah. the world and stuff. And you're just like, wow, this is just, yeah, I want to die. Yeah, and it gets in you on like these subconscious levels that you didn't even know were there. And it's like, so I took a couple days off. And what then... is this emotion? What is, what? <laughs> so I took a couple days off and spaced off the rest of the season over like enough days that it was okay. Yeah. But uh, it's a really good show, but it's hard to watch. I... I'm gonna do a thing. Okay. This is gonna this is gonna happen right after the semester. Uh, I am going to once Gage leaves, because after the semester Gage is coming down for his bachelor party. Right. So that'll be a lot of fun. Then I'm going to spend a weekend drinking and watching the entirety of BoJack Horseman just to see what happens. Um, I'm gonna need you to text me regularly. <laughs> <laughs> like every hour just so to know you're okay i mean it's not it doesn't help that i already struggle with depression but like just adding that level like that. that yeah like i could i could see that ending kind of badly so yeah i will i will definitely i mean andrew should still be still be yeah. there he's not gonna be out of town or anything so hopefully someone will be there to yeah to keep an eye on everything that's, but that's good i really just want to put like take this because i haven't seen the show all right. i know is it's horsehead people Pretty much. Basically. Well, it's people, animal head people. Okay. I've only seen, like, the horse. Yeah. Um, But, like, just from what I've heard, I really want to just take it to the extreme and drink and watch this and just see what the fuck happens. Because I never drink. Like, this is something I, I pride myself on. I never drink when I'm actually upset. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm, like, and go, if I ever go through anything. This is not about to get, like, psychiatrist here. Like, or, <laughs> I'm not getting into that. But if I ever feel bad, I will not drink because I know that that's right. a... 
that's addictive. Right. And I'm like, fuck that. But like, if I'm going into this, like, this is like, this is going to make me depressed. Let's just do the alcohol and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. It's a bad idea. Probably. I make bad decisions. Probably. That's why I wait until after the semester is over. An, it's an interesting experiment, though. <laughs> All right, is that uh, all you've been doing? Uh, no. Uh, I also started watching The Tick, finally. Hey, what'd you think? Yeah, I'm not... Fuck, I still gotta watch the second half. You didn't watch the second half? I never watched the second... Dude, I am so far behind on so much shit. Uh, man, I, I'm almost done with the entire first season. Oh, man. So, it's it's good. I don't... It's not perfect. It's not gonna be, like, my all-time oh, favorite. Yeah. But it's it's funny. It's got some heart. It's got good characters. Yeah. It's enjoyable. It's funny, yeah. I like um, it. Hardly recommend. Yep. Uh, sounds like you said hardly recommend. I know my heartily words, recommend. Heartily recommend. There you go. <laughs> uh, I also watched uh, Inside Lewin Davis, which I had been meaning to watch for a long time, but your roommate told me again that I need to actually get on it and watch it. So I actually got on it and watched it. You don't know what that is, do you? No. It's um. Who's well, Lewin Davis? He's a fictional folk singer. Oh, it's actually Lou and Davis. Yeah. I thought it was inside Lou and Davis, and I was like, hey, who's Lou and Davis? Joke. Oh, joke means nothing because joke was false. Yeah. They actually <laughs> make that joke sort of in that, like, oh, really? Lou and Davis. Yeah. Ah. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah, so he's a fictional folk singer in, like, the New York Village, the folk scene in the 60s. Uh, it's played by Oscar Isaac, so that's always fun. Yeah. Also, Adam Driver shows up as another singer. And he's like, he's a really good actor because he's like, he is, I've seen him in a few other things now and he is never like remotely Kylo Ren, Yeah, but he's also a really convincing Kylo Ren. Yeah. So. He's a good actor. He's yeah. like, I, yeah, I like him. Yeah. So, um, he's in it. John Goodman's in it. So it's basically this guy. It's like a week in his life and him just kind of struggling. Oh, you did tell me about this. Yeah. Or it's just, it's just like a kind of a, a chunk, an excerpt of just a standard life. Yeah, it's so it's it is sort of one of those movies, and I really like these movies where it's just like this is not a particularly meaningful sequence of events. It's mm-hmm. just we're gonna take a chunk out of this character's life or these this group of characters' lives, and maybe some important stuff will happen in there, but not necessarily. Okay. And this one is kind of like that. Um, it's also directed by the Coen Brothers, so it's kind of dark but funny because mm-hmm. that's kind of their mo. Um, it's also got a cat that plays a surprisingly major role, which is a plus or minus depending on where you stand on that particular issue. Where do you think it is for me? <laughs> Bit of a minus. It's a heavy minus. Yeah. Um and yeah, no, it's it's really good. Uh really really good in fact. It's also kind of depressing, which maybe it was not the best interim when I was taking a brief Bojack break. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's a it's a really great movie. Um that being said, it's probably like my fourth favorite Coen Brothers movie because I really like the Coen Brothers and yeah. a lot of their stuff. So but yeah, definitely check that one out. All right. Uh, I have been, man, what have I been doing? I had a lot of homework and stuff and an exam this week, so I've been sparse. Right. But uh, I finished up volume two of the New 52, uh, not the New 52, of uh, New Teen Titans last night. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of binging through the Teen Titans on uh, DC Universe mm-hmm. lately. Uh, I'm basically at the episode that I have always gotten to. Uh-huh. So I've seen all the episodes I've seen like a million times, but yep. not, nothing really beyond that. Uh, it's basically the introduction of Tara and okay. like that. Um, you haven't really seen the show entirely. Not really. I mean, you got to. I know. You got to. Just use my DC Universe account. I know. I need to. It'll get more worth. It'll get more bank for my buck. Um, yeah. 
Uh, what else have I done? I've been watching. I've been catching up on Game of Thrones. We're gonna finish season six tonight. Woo woo. Uh, I have been. I played a little bit of the Spider Man game, which is a fucking phenomenal game. So I hear. Uh oh my god! Like it, everything. Uh, there are now two companies that I will trust to make a superhero game. It's Insomniac who made the Spider Man game, and it's Rocksteady which made the Ar- Arkham games because mm-hmm. they can make the combat seem comic booky but fluent and work mm-hmm. it like it makes sense for the character and it all of it just it's it feels good in the controller mm-hmm. um the swinging is amazing uh i have never played the old spider games but i've heard that people swear by uh spider-man 2 game mm-hmm. that the swinging is really good uh there's a lot of really subtle thing like details in the game that i love such as if you are there's phone calls to kind of push the plot forward in between missions and stuff and if you're swinging on the like on the phone calls, you will sound out of breath. Mm-hmm. Like, but if you're walking, it's the same phone call, but you're not out of breath. Uh-huh. So they recorded everything twice just to add that little detail. Yeah. Um. There's. I'm not even gonna get into all of it, but it's a, it's an open world game that I really really like. I I enjoy open world games, and it's got like watching Andrew play it because he's playing through it all. Mm-hmm. Um. I am definitely someone that's going to fucking love this game because it's got a lot of the aspects that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be, you'll hear more of that in about a week, probably next week, but more so the week after. Cause mm-hmm. Andrew is going to be gone. Okay. Um, so I will have access to just playing the game. Right. Stop. Uh, and my grades will plummet. Woo. <laughs> my grades that my grades have a long way to plummet. I've been kicking ass this semester. Got a boy. Which is why my what what you've been up to is for this semester going to be pretty skimpy because right. I've been actually doing homework. I've been Finally. doing my shit. <laughs> um, I have straight A's this semester except for linear algebra. No, not linear algebra. Uh, electrical circuits, which is our final is tomorrow. Yeah. Fuck. Yay! I should be studying, except I don't care. I just need to pass the class. Um, but no, that's all I've been up to. Just a whole bunch. Of, I haven't really like dedicated to one thing very much. Yep. Lately, yeah. but. I'm excited the Spider-Man game is good. I don't care about video games, but I'm glad yeah. they finally made another good superhero game. Yeah. I'm waiting there. We still... Uh, I think it's Rocksteady. Yeah. Is announcing soon what project they're working on. And pretty much everyone's like, it's going to be a Superman game. Right. But we still have no idea. Right. There, there's no hint. There's no actual like official anything that could yeah. hint toward being Superman. I imagine so, a Superman game is kind of hard to do. It's... I mean, Spider-Man game was supposed to be hard to do. Like, if you put the time and effort into a game, mm-hmm. you can make the game work. Yeah. Like, flight seems kind of hard to do, but, like, really? He, he, I mean, he's super strength, but, like, in the comics, he seems to always fight people. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be as open world as they want as the other right. games. Because you can't, with him being super powered, you can't just be, like, flying along and be like, Hey, there's this uh, robbery happening. Mm-hmm. Like you can with Batman, and then just go beat the fuck out of him. Right. But like Superman, you walk in, you just walk in, grab the guy, grab the guy's gun, melt it, and it's done. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what people might do with a good Superman game. Yep. Or we'll get a bad Superman game, and we'll be back to the classic. You know, if you make a superhero game, it's gonna be shit. But. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's that's all that. Okay. Uh, what's newsy? Uh, Joker stuff. Joker stuff. Um, mm. okay. 
This has no right to be called a Joker movie. They have taken literally everything that defines what the Joker is and just shat all over it, basically. So, like, I've I've understood all of the all of the Jokers in the past and stuff have had a majority of their characteristics fit with the Joker, but with a couple changes, mm-hmm. such as Heath Ledger Joker. He had paint instead of like actual being like put in acid to where his skin right. has changed. Um, however, he still has this uh, ambiguous backstory, yep. and uh, he has this giant plan that no one knows what it is. He just says, "Oh yeah, you already like initiated like the next stage. Like mm-hmm. it's it's happening. You just don't know what's happening." Right. And that's a lot of what the Joker is. Uh, the Joker with um, the the Suicide Squad. Albeit really weird in a lot of ways, was still relatively accurate. Just kind of fucking crazy, likes to have fun, yeah. and his backstory is relatively accurate as far as we know. Like, being pushed into acid and... Woo! I just hit my pop filter. Man, this mic is getting beat up today. You are struggling over there. Um, <laughs> But this Joker... So he has a name, he has a backstory, he paints his face, he looks weird, he looks like he legitimately came from being a clown, which mm-hmm. none of that is either exists or is accurate, basically. Right. And it just, to me, I, I use the example of, it's like, hey, we have this guy. We're going to make a Superman movie. It's about a guy named Henry Littles. He's a, he's, a, he's a survivor of an abusive family, and then he went to foster care and was adopted by a heavy drug user ex-convict, and he decided to take up the colors black and purple to kill all those who, who do crime. That is Superman. You, take over, you took everything except for the name changed it mm-hmm. and then you're you're claiming that's a movie that's how i feel about this joker movie yep albeit we know very little about what the actual movie is going to be about right. but from what, what from what we've seen all of it is just insanely fucking wrong yep Gah! yeah this was my worry was that this is the sort of movie where they're just gonna be like okay here's a joker origin story which is like exactly counter to the point of joker exactly like just the joker i mean even like they even amplified what the point of the Joker was, not having a backstory. They amplified it by saying, oh, yeah, there's actually three. So mm-hmm. now you have three times the backstory you don't know about. Yep. But now they're just like, unless, see, the only way they can save this is if, like, in the three Joker storyline, this is actually one of the Jokers. Right. Like, they've been working in tandem and, like, this is that. Yeah. That will make me believe it way more. If they make it official canon and make that the Joker, mm-hmm. as opposed to claiming this is the Joker and doing something insanely wrong. Right. So... I'll still see it because yeah. of my unwavering loyalty to DC. <laughs> all right. Uh, imagine you do not care about the comics at all. Do you think it could still be a good movie? On I think merits? so very much. Okay. Um, basically, if they just change who it is, I think this could be a very interesting kind of combo Joker it kind of thing. Where, well, I don't. Not really it because I mean. He is officially a clown. Like, right. And he hasn't been officially a clown very much lately. Mm-hmm. Like, he used to be, like, literally the crown... I mean, the clown prince of crime. That is his title. Mm-hmm. But, like, lately he hasn't been a clown. Where right. he uses gags and stuff. He still does. He loves jokes and laughs and stuff like that. But, like, not this level of clown. Where right. it's literally, like, like Piddles the Clown... Big shoes, curly hair, makeup kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that, like, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a good enough actor, and, like, from what I've seen, this seems kind of creepy and terrifying and could be a good movie. Okay. Just not the Joker. All right. So. Okay. Those are my thoughts on that. All right. What are your thoughts on that? 
I concur. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to, to avoid talking. Trying to avoid talking. Uh, what else is there? Uh, we got a Bond 25 director. We got a Bond 25 director. Yeah, he uh, has done quite a bit. Yeah, fair I, bit. I uh, through his IMDb. Kerry, Kerry Joji Fukunaga. I think that's how you pronounce it. Fukunaga. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, so he actually started out as like a cinematographer, mm-hmm. camera guy. Yeah. Um, and then his big breakout was he was kind of the, the mastermind behind True Detective season one especially okay um he directed a lot of the stuff like the the famous long take in the middle of the season Mm -hmm. um that we talked about a couple episodes ago even um and then he did beasts of no nation which was the the first netflix original movie Mm -hmm. which is a really good movie also really good movie yeah um and then he did something else recently which i'm blanking on but no he's got a he's got a solid body of work Mm -hmm. um he strikes me as a very odd choice for this particular project because stylistically he hasn't seemed sort of fit in this mold i guess mm-hmm. um he's just he just seems like has a different tone but also he's proven that he's a talented creative and i think with a decent script he's gonna do a good job anyway yeah. so yep. I, I think a lot of this is gonna come down to the script so yeah uh yeah. what else happened uh i think i have some things pulled up yeah (laughs) it's been real uh there's we have a first look at uh optimus prime in the in the bumblebee movie which is pretty much just taking this from being a bumblebee movie to being a transformers movie right because like i I, like i told matt it's basically taking like a fan favorite like the flash making Mm -hmm. a movie about it and then saying oh by the way here's superman and wonder woman and batman right and it just became a justice league movie because they got the big like famous ones yep so why would you put him in there yeah he just took bumblebee and absolutely stole his thunder pretty much in his own fucking movie this was supposed to be the small self-contained uh fun period piece transformers movie that got us away from the the sound and the fury of the previous ones what if it's just like a small like a few like a line cameo yeah that's that's what i'm really hoping yeah like the the more they put him in there, the less it is about Bumblebee because yeah. Optimus Prime is the fucking literally his name is like I'm the big fucking main guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so putting him in there is gonna absolutely yeah deviate from Bumblebee. I I still think there's a good chance. Like given from what we saw from the trailer, it looks like they're leaning towards that we're gonna make this smaller, we're gonna make this self contained, yeah. we're gonna make this more about the characters. Yeah. Than all the cgi nonsense so i'm 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 still optimistic that it's probably just like a late movie cameo or something yeah like your next mission bumblebee is going to be to wait here in this used car lot for 30 years until shia labeouf shows up yeah uh kingsman has a release date yep it is what october 2019 Uh, i think so something like that i have that article pulled up Uh, um but yeah matthew vaughn's back yep um November 8th, 2019. November. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else is there? Ooh. Oh, never mind. That's a different thing. I was thinking it's different. <laughs> never mind. Uh, we have, uh, there's going to be a Loki and Scarlet Witch series on Netflix. Right. No, on the streaming service. Right. right on the right. Disney streaming right, right, service. Right. Uh, okay. 
I have no idea what that's gonna. I'm excited for be. the Loki, but I'm pretty sure nobody gives a shit about Scarlet Witch. I think she could be a good character if they actually if they gave her stuff. Give to her work something with. to do. Yeah, yeah, but up, to, up until now, she's just like the side. The like she's the angsty. Gives she's, Vision something to do. She's a plot device. Yeah, more than a character. Uh, what else is there? Oh, Kevin Smith's opinion is still news. Uh, he seems like a nice guy, but I don't care about whatever he says when he opens his mouth. Every time he talks, they're like, "Hey, headline!" Yeah, he, like it was. He was just like, "No, yeah, I like I like John Hamm as Batman." Everyone's like, "Stop the presses!" Kevin Smith likes John Hamm as Batman, and it's like, no, no one else's opinions is news like that. Right? Like people have opinions, and they're put in news articles, but no one's opinion. Is a headline. Yeah. Shut up, Kevin. Not, yeah. No, and, not shut up, Kevin Smith. It's fine to have opinions. Shut up news articles for yeah. making his opinion yeah. news. Yeah. If you want to seek out Kevin Smith opinions. Oh, my like God. Just as we're talking about this, I post another thing posted. Kevin Smith think, thinks making uh, not making more Superman movies is a mistake. Stop. Holy shit. Why is he our God? Why is he the all-knowing God, you stole it from me. All-knowing God of comic book stuff. Why is his opinion the most valued opinion of all time? Why not someone who, I don't know, works for Warner Brothers or Disney? Why don't we get, like, I understand when Kevin Feige's opinion is news. Because he's the one that defines this stuff. Yeah. God damn it. Man, it really gets up in my grill when when his opinion is news. (laughs) It's just every day. There's always something new that, like, Kevin Smith says this, and it's a headline. Yeah. That's that's weird to me. All right. That's uh, Tessa Thompson has joined Avengers 4 reshoot, reshoot. So, cool. Oh, we've okay. we've seen uh, they're filming Men in Black, the new Men in Black with Tessa Thompson and oh, yeah. uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yes. I am so excited that for that. That is going to be the best I thing. I love their chemistry, and I love both of them. Yeah. I am so stoked for that. That's going to be great. Uh, I think that is pretty much it. There's really nothing else that's that important that happened yeah. this week. No other news. Nothing really, nah, except just this fucking Carol Danvers movie. Yeah. That's a movie that's coming out. This is happening. So, what'd you think of this Carol Danvers movie trailer? Um, <laughs> honestly, I thought it wasn't a very impressive trailer. Nope. It seems like the, yeah. <laughs> the, the Danvers cinematic universe has been on a, a bit of a weak run with their trailers recently. Yeah. It's basically the way I put it is I put it within one standard deviation of the average of a Marvel movie. Yeah. It doesn't look groundbreaking. Obviously, it can be groundbreaking. Cause, sure. Because Black Panther looked okay. And then, well, actually, no. No, the we, first, were, the first we Black- were raving about the yeah. first trailer. <laughs> the The first Black Panther trailer is the last MCU trailer I remember being excited by. Yeah. But this one just looks really average. However, it's kind of similar with the Wonder Woman where it's like a big step for like making women. Right actually not the side character of a male yeah. hero and also they gave away very little there's oh so a little. lot that can happen i have no idea where that story is yeah. going and every time i doubt the mcu they come back and they deliver a winner so yeah i'm just gonna say it's gonna be a good movie i don't care about the trailer well yeah and one standard deviation of the average marvel movie is still a great movie yeah i mean danvers movie sorry danvers correct no, it's still Marvel. I just refuse to call this movie Captain Marvel. I know. I was making a joke because... Yeah, I get it. Are, yeah, yeah, I got it. Thank you. You see what I did there. I appreciate yes. it. 
<laughs> no, but like this, uh, there was a lot of stuff in that trailer that I really liked a lot. Like her punching an old person in the face. Yeah. That's great. That's that person's clever. obviously a scroll. Right. Uh, however, the scrolls still look very Star Trekky. Just a person in makeup. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in fairness, that's what they look like in the comics too. Is so. it really? Uh, yeah. They're. Oh, okay. They're just... I imagine, I imagine them more of like, uh, Chitauri kind of like creepy, ghouly aliens. No, they're basically just a humanoid. humanoid but... Okay. Um, there is also a really cool, like Sean pointed this out to me. I really like it too, where it changes her to a hero mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah. look, a badass heroine. Right. <laughs> So no, it's I'm. She looks good too. Yeah, I liked the. Did you hear the thing that happened where like they were shitting on her for not smiling, and she like did something <laughs> where did she posted that. pasted smiles on all the other male yeah, faces. Yeah, it looked really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Winter Soldier one. Cap's like ducking under his shield. He's got like this cheery grin. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually seen any of them. Um, I just know that she like backlashed at people who were like, "You should yeah. smile," because that's another one of those really sexist things. It's like. You're pretty when you smile. It's like, shut the fuck up, you insane creep. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, you know, I really don't want to call this the Captain Marvel Why don't movie. you want to call this the Captain Marvel Because movie. the original Captain Marvel belonged to DC. Actually, the original Captain Marvel belonged to Fossa Comics. <laughs> <laughs> really? This is yeah. new information to me. So here we go. Ah, oh, my news was, go- or my, my, <laughs> I, my, my notes went away. So this is the episode for the for today. Since that trailer came out, I'm going to do a little bit more of a detailed history lesson. We're not we're going to try not to make it a history lesson, right? But basically, how this Captain Marvel thing all basically went about. Yep. So this starts way back in 1939 when uh, Fawcett Comics uh, observed that National Comics was having or uh, Detective Comics and Action like they they're oh, fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> Detective Comics had their Batman, and then they wanted another hero, so they were like, okay, here's Action Comics. So that was under mm-hmm. Detective Comics. And then they changed their name to National, which then contained Action Comics and Detective Comics okay. as just comics. Okay. Way later is when they changed their name to – like, they officially became Detect- uh, DC Comics in 19 – like – 88 or something it was actually oh, relatively recent that they okay. actually changed it to officially DC. they started calling it dc comics like in the early 60s yeah but like they officially became changed their name to official dc comics and but that's not what we're talking about okay um so back then detective comics was having a lot of success with their superman and batman mm-hmm. so basically uh they Fawcett comics wanted to make their own comics so they ha- they started developing kind of their own little heroes they had a Justice League kind of equivalent in, uh, the, like, it was tentatively called the Flash Comics, or just Flash Comics. Okay. Uh, it had Ib- Ibis the Invincible, who okay. was a wizard, uh, Spy Smasher and Dan Dare, which were very, like, Batman-y, like, gadget, hyper, like, super intelligent okay. uh, martial arts. Golden Arrow, you can guess what that's about. Yep. Uh, Lance O'Casey, which is literally just a little bit of a stronger sailor. Okay. He's like got really good seafaring skills, and he's just like he's like Popeye, but like less strong. <laughs> uh, and then this is my favorite Scoop Smith, who is a crime fighting news reporter with his cameraman friend. Oh shit, Blimp Black. <laughs> <laughs> Those are guys. Thirties were great. Oh boy. Um, you know what else happened in 1939? Germany invaded Poland. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 Woo! Making it, making it like. 
relevant context. Yeah, yeah. Look, at, look at this. Um, so they had that going on. Uh, it was tentatively under the name Flash Comics. Uh, and then they also had this other thing that was original. Like, there was a set of six heroes, all of them that had uh, specific powers granted to them by mythological gods. Okay. Sound familiar? Yeah. Then uh, Ralph Day, who's the executive producer of Fawcett Comics, was like, hey, can we like make it one person? So mm-hmm. I have like two different teams because that'll get confusing. Uh, and then they combined them in one person named Captain Thunder. Um, and they wanted to make a full like uh, a uh, – fuck, where was I going with that? Oh, they wanted to make an actual comic, a good comic that had well-written stories because up until then they had Superman and Batman comics. Mm-hmm. But they were pretty poorly written. The best written stuff was like the weekly strips. Right. Um. So, like, they wanted to write a comic book that was well-written and had a good, like, art style to it. So they focused a lot on that, which explains why Captain Marvel is one of the top-selling thing during mm-hmm. wartime. Um, so what they actually did, like, way back then, is they would do – all comics would do this. Is they would make an what's called it, uh, an Ashcan comic, okay. where they basically just make this bullshit comic, and they put it out there just so that they have rights to the trademark. Mm-hmm. And the reason they called it Ashtran was because Ash, Ash can was because way back then that's just what a trash can was. So right. like they knew they would get thrown away. Yeah. So it was just a thing that they would make, and then it was just out there. So they had the rights, like basically claiming it first. Yep. It's kind of like I found out recently. You can actually kind of like find a loophole for a uh, uh, or for a patent where mm-hmm. if you write down the idea, get it notarized, and mail it to yourself, and then don't open it. You, and then someone else comes up with the idea and actually makes it official. You can say, I had that idea first, and you have a notarized version of the patent first. Oh. It's really interesting. I'm doing that for – I'm not actually doing it. I want <laughs> to do that for, like, several of my story and ideas. Yeah. But this was kind of that. Okay. Where, like, it was just a way to kind of, like, sneak into the trademark thing without having to fully develop it and yep. write it just yet. Spoiler alert. This happens later. Oh, really? Also, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, but when they did that – uh, so they had Flash Comics and Thrill Comics, which was so Flash Comics and Thrill Comics both had Captain Thunder in it. Mm-hmm. They did that. Unfortunately, Flash, Thrill, and Captain Thunder were all already in use. So they're like, okay, okay uh, let's change the comics to Wiz Comics and change Captain uh, Thunder to Captain Marvelous, which was then later shortened by editors to Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Wiz Comics with Captain Marvel first appearance. Okay. Um, in Wiz Comics number two was the first appearance of Billy Batson and introducing the uh, concept of saying Shazam to change back and forth. Okay. Uh, it also introduced the concept of like the Solomon, Hercules, uh, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury thing. Okay. Where like that's what spells out Shazam and he has specific abilities relative to those gods. Um, and also introduced Dr. Savannah, which is his big enemies. Main dude. Mark um, Strong's playing him in a movie, so you know he's famous. Yeah. Uh, and then, so that was all happening in like 1939, 1940. And mm-hmm. then he started his own story outside of Wiz comics, which was like, you know, action comics was the comic with Superman. Right. It was the equivalent. Wiz comics had him. He started his own, uh, Captain Marvel adventures. So he started his okay. own story or his own thing. Uh, just as a little bit of like information, which is basically what this whole fucking podcast is about. Uh, Billy Batson actually came from the, uh, the namesake, the founder of Fawcett Comics, who was Wilford Fawcett, okay. and his name was Captain Billy. So that's where they got both the Captain and the Billy okay. uh, for it. Obviously, they got a whole bunch of, like, Superman influence. 
But really what actually happened is that someone, I can't remember who it was, said, quote, Give me a Superman, only have his other identity be a 10 or 12 year old boy rather than a man. Yeah. And then someone was like, hey, what about 11 years old? And he's like, fuck 11 year olds. That didn't actually happen. Uh, <laughs> wait a second. You there was a lot of interesting stuff that happened. I'm just kidding. Do you, do you know what you just said? Yeah, I said online? fuck 11 year olds. Yeah. 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 That's, that's on the internet forever now. Not yet. Not yet. You're editing this. I know. You're going to put that on loop, aren't you? Yep. She's going to get me going like, fuck 11-year-olds, fuck 11-year-olds, fuck 11-year-olds. I yep. just did it for you. Saved yep. you editing time. All right. Thank you. Um. So basically, the, they, they made Superman, but he changed into, instead of changing into Clark Kent, quote, mm-hmm. uh, he changed into an 11-year-old or 10-year-old boy. Not 11! Um. What is your deal with 11 anyway? He hated 11. He just said, he said 10 or 12. Mm. He really didn't like that prime number. Um. What if... What if the people who made Stranger Things went back in time and copyrighted Eleven? They mailed it to themselves. In the there you go. 30s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Captain Marvel Adventures was actually the top selling comic in wartime stuff. They sold 14 million comics. Jeez. For, per comic. Uh, and they're one of the few comics that actually went biweekly. Okay. Like comics don't actually ever really do that. Uh You'll, they'll do like monthlies, which are pretty often uh, pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe bi monthlies do happen, mm-hmm. but like the less common ones are like uh, every other month stuff like that. Right. Bi weekly, that's two. No, that's every two months, right? Or is that twice a month? Fuck, or twice a week? I mean, bi weekly. That would be every two weeks. Think There's so. no way they could crank out two. I think so. And then I think semi weekly would be twice. A yeah, week. I think so. Anyway, so uh, through through more production, they started introducing more of the side characters. So, like in Wiz Comics 21, they introduced Lieutenant Marvels, which were other kids named Billy Batson that turned into Shazam. Oh. Not really entirely sure, like how that worked. Didn't last long. As it turns out, comics have always been weird. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Wiz Comics 25 introduced Captain Marvel Jr., which is Freddie Friedman, which is the mm-hmm. guy who played, um, ah, oh, crap. Who did he play? The guy in It. In It, yeah. Uh, Eddie? I think so. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. One of them. Uh, Freddie Friedman turns into Captain Marvel Jr. Uh, in Captain Marvel's Adventures, Captain Marvel Adventures 18, they introduced Mary Marvel. Uh, they also introduced Hoppy the Marvel Bunny. Which is actually still around. No way. I have yet to find an actual issue with him in there. Huh. But he got, I think he got traded to, he got traded to Charleston Comics. Or Charleston. 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 Charleston Comics. There it is. Uh, who then got traded to, D, or then like Charleston Comics went to DC. Uh, Blue Beetle. The original Blue Beetle was part of Charleston Comics. Okay. And they got all bought out by dc mm-hmm. so he i think he belongs to dc okay he's somewhere but in the in his wikipedia article i did see that somewhere that he was he's out there Creep. watching <laughs> uh, yeah hoppy the marvel bunny um and all of these other characters had their own stories as well as like guest appearances on their stuff um all the they had a whole bunch of titles. They had the Marvel Family, which was a running title. They had Master Comics and Wow Comics, which were because mm-hmm. that was back in, when there weren't like all these other things that you had to name it something interesting, like mm-hmm. or name it after the person. It was like Wow Comics and Whiz Comics and Thriller Comics. And it was, yeah, and Golly Comics, and Golly G Wizard, because 
Yep. Um, then in the late 40s, so like all of that was just kind of like happening. It produced for a while. In the late 40s, uh, Bill fucking what's his name? Bill right. Parker, who was the guy who like created kind of this whole thing, okay. started the whole deal. Uh, he got drafted into World War II. And Otto Binder uh, began to be the creator behind Captain Marvel and stuff. I definitely thought for a second that that was like an office tool or something. Otto Binder, like it oh puts together all your God. documents or something. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it. All right. They just put it into a binder and it just like started producing comics. That, that's pretty impressive. It's like that AI that you like, they put like the entire Harry Potter series into it and it printed yeah. out this really weird, yep. like, but yet kind of actually made sense. Yep. Um. And he's actually the guy, uh, Otto Binder's actually the guy who's responsible for Uncle Mar- Marvel, Tawny the Talking Tiger, Mr. Mind, who's a villain, and Black Adam, which is the oh. the big villain. Yeah. Um, that all, st- that, all that stuff happened in the late 40s. Then we get to the lawsuit. The law. The big thing that happened. Suit. This is where everything, this is where the, the my resentment towards Marvel for naming, or for stealing Captain Marvel stems. Yep. Uh, so in 1941, uh, uh, National Comics, they, they became National Comics, uh, oh no, yes, they were National Comics at the time, uh, co- filed copyright infringement on, uh, Fawcett Comics for Captain Marvel being too much like Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually, they actually filed a lawsuit against, uh, Fawcett and Republic Pictures because Republic Pictures had been posting or had been, uh, publishing serials. Of okay. Captain Marvel. He's actually the first superhero to have actual, like, recorded film stuff. Huh. Yeah, he was a big dude. Like, he was really popular. Um, And after seven years of litigation, uh, it went to trial in 1948. Uh, and the, the judge determined that it was infringement. Like, okay. he's like, hey, it actually is infringement. Uh, but... National didn't do their job, didn't do their due diligence on keeping copyright for Superman. Oh. So he was like, yeah, it's actually shitty, but you guys suck. So they'll be fine. Everyone Uh, loses. And this was in 1951. uh, National lost, but then National appealed to a higher court. And this guy named Learned Hand, Learned Hand, it's literally learned, like the word learned. Hand. It's probably pronounced Leonard. How would that be pronounced, Leonard? How is Brett Favre pronounced Brett Favre? That is a good point. Yeah. It's definitely Brent Favre. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good point. Maybe it is Leonard. I'm going to huh? say it's Leonard now. Okay. Leonard Hand. Because they fucking had dyslexia when they were writing the name. Uh, his verdict was that uh, the character itself was not infringement, but the stories and uh, his abilities and feats were infringement. Okay. So he ruled it uh, as... In favor of national, but uh, basically needed to go through a retrial. So go back to lower court and do this again. Mm-hmm. But instead of going through that faucet, was just like you know what, fuck it, here you go, we settle, we're done, we we, we lose. Uh, through this whole thing, they've been losing sales from like 1945. So once the war ended, right, this powerful person who was like, hey, wars suck, let's be a hero and stuff, honesty. Uh, Fairness and the United Statesian way. No wonder Boo. they got no wonder they got copyright infringed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they were losing a lot of their their sales. 
So, like, through this whole thing, they were just, like, losing money and not doing well. So they are just like, alright, uh, we'll just, like, stop, uh, stop publishing our stuff. They tried, they tried multiple times to recover things. They started introducing horror, uh, themes, which were really popular in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, it was just not working. So they paid $400,000 in damages, which is a lot of money back then. Yeah. A lot of money. Um... So they just paid National $400,000, and they shut down their comics division in 1953. In 1954, this company called L. Miller & Son, who had been printing black and white versions of the American, like, Captain uh, Captain Marvel stuff, were like, Hey, what just happened to our source of... of What happened to our material? What happened to the stuff we were printing? Mm -hmm. Um, So they developed Marvel Man... Which is a very kind of similar character, but he says Kimota, which is atomic backwards. Okay. Uh, and kind of the same thing uh, from, like, 1954 till 1963. So nine years of actually, like, publishing well. this own separate thing. But they stopped. Uh, and then in 1966, MF Enterprises mm-hmm. did... Their own version of Captain Marvel. It's an android Captain Marvel as opposed to a person that turns into an android. And he could split his body into multiple different parts. Okay. And then reassemble them. So he would would yell, split! And all his body parts would go around and do their own thing. (laughs) And then he'd go, the Zam! With an X. I bit my tongue when I said that. Uh, Nice. Uh, uh, (laughs) So he would say, Zam! With an X. And all his body parts would come back together. Also, he had a human ward named Billy Baxton. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Oh, that's uh, good. He he was it was named Captain Marvel, but then there was some legal issues about you know having Marvel because at this point Marvel had officially started calling themselves Marvel, right? Because there was something else before then. Uh, that lasted five issues. Didn't go long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Marvel came around. Marvel came around. Marvel was like, "Hey, we want the rights to this." And the and like the trademark office sense. and like the the little office in in New York that like goes hey yeah we do trademarks not actually what it is That's but they're like hey you need to publish something every two years something within every two years to keep the trademark and they're like okay we can do that so they posted their they they published their first thing in 1967 of Marvel right who's that guy so Marvel is a M A R hyphen V E L L yes. Uh, he's a Kree warrior, soldier person who fights and does violence upon others. Yeah. Um, so the Kree violence (laughs) upon others. Yeah. Uh, the Kree are one of the major alien races in the Marvel universe. It's basically the Kree and the Skrulls. Mm -hmm. Um, so the Kree, uh, actually we have seen them in the MCU. Ronan the Accuser is a Kree separatist. So he split off. He was too radical for them. We're actually going to see him in the upcoming Carol yes, Danvers movie. Um, apparently the actor's really excited that he gets to come back and do something else. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would be too. That's a fun character. Yeah. Is it? That's eh, pretty fun. I get to, you get to be a little scenery chewing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's um, basically a Kree warrior with basically all the superpowers. Fly yeah. around and punch things hard and do all that stuff. Um, 
So his basically his role was the as soon as the Kree discovered Earth, basically discovered intelligent life on Earth, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, okay, are these gonna guys gonna side with us in the great intergalactic Kree Skrull war? Skrulls are the bad guys; they shapeshift. That's their deal. Um, they they I have, thought they were just rolls of paper that would roll up and unroll and roll up and unroll. I'm not even gonna address that. You just did. Gotcha. <sighs> That's it, yep. folks. That's all I was building right. up to. He Woo! Won. All right. Uh, well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Just really complicated plan to make it a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so he goes to Earth to uh, basically see what side they're going to be on. He's as a spy. Um. And uh, he becomes Captain Marvel because he hears them over. He overhears them mispronounce the name Captain Marvel. And they just call him Captain Marvel. And so he's like, okay, well, this will be my Earth name. <laughs> Although he actually does have, like, a secret identity that he yeah. takes on an Earth. And then, Is it, like, Marvin something? No, it's, it's Dr. Walter something. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, Corey, like, uh, fucking uh, Star... Guys, I just drew an entire blank on Starfire. Like, I, I like, had a stroke around her. Uh, star Warmth. Star... I almost said Star Girl, but that's not right. Right. But star Starfire's name is Cori, Coriander. Mm-hmm. So they made her an Earth name, Cori Anders. It that makes sense. Makes sense. Because it's her name. Why didn't Marvel do, like, Marvin Vell? Or Marvin L? I don't know. What a loser. He was dumb. Should have asked me. It was also the 60s. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, no, they didn't. They did know what they were doing, but it was mostly LSD. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> anyway, um, so... Anyway, uh, so he comes to Earth. He actually uh, gets a girlfriend named Carol Danvers during oh, this shit, time. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that's the whole thing. Um, and so basically, he was just kind of a... Not a major marvel comics player he was just sort of part of the whole cosmic realm with the mm-hmm. scrolls and the Kree. there's also a thing with uh rick jones who's someone who has no powers but they get like their molecules mixed or something so that it becomes almost like an alter ego but it's mm-hmm. also like a sidekick but it's confusing like i said so much lsd <laughs> uh, uh is that it for that yeah, that's all I had for that. Okay. So then, so that was 1967. 1972, Carmen, or Carmine Infantino. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that name? Not really. Oh my God. He is the DC dude. Okay. You know the yellow bat sig- or the, the bat logo with the yellow background and then it's the bat logo? Are you about to sneeze? Try not to. Okay. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah. That face, that face was the face of someone about to sneeze. We're good. I think I've, I think so, like, I pinched it off. The bat signal or the bat logo with like the yellow background. Mm-hmm. That was him. Oh, he's the one that created that. Okay. And he's done a lot of like really big like writing and stuff like that. Okay. Um, he is the DC person that officially licensed Captain Marvel from Fawcett Comics. Okay. So Fawcett still had it at this point. They just had everything shut down. Okay. So he was like, "Hey, I we will pay you per page per one of your properties that show up in our in our book." Okay. Uh, and they're like, Seems all right. So. Uh, so he started started writing Shazam, the original Captain Marvel. Uh, <laughs> and this was back like, back then, they really like poked at each other all the time. Shots fired. Like there was, I mean, not even, not necessarily like shooting, like shots fired at each other. I mean, that was definitely one. But like, there's little references here and there. Like in the New Teen Titans, 
the very beginning, they're like, oh, we need like a, a catchphrase. And Beast Boy was like, Titans fight! Titans assemble! Now that one's already used. Uh, Titans... <laughs> it's just little <laughs> things like that that they like point out that there's the other universe. <laughs> um, That's funny. But uh, he, he started doing that uh, under Shazam, the original Captain Marvel, and in 1974, so two years in, Marvel issued a cease and desist. Okay. And he was like, all right. So starting at like Shazam 15, starting at, I don't know why I say like when I'm estimating when I have the notes right here. At Shazam 15, they stopped saying the uh, original Captain Marvel. And then in 1978, uh, that was canceled. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of got tossed around a bit. Yeah. So like he was a, he did have his own kind of uh, personal or own solo runs as backup stories to uh world's finest and adventure comics mm-hmm. so like these bigger ones that everyone bought they just kind of threw them in the back mm-hmm. uh and then he guest starred on justice league of america dc comics presents justice society of america all-star squadron which is like the earth 2 justice society thing mm-hmm. like he just kind of like went around and did his own little did a little bits and stuff every once in a while in the meantime marvel is cranking <laughs> out increasingly less relevant captain marvel comics just to keep the license such as that. 1982 Monica Rambo. Oh yeah. Do you know about that one? No. I literally have like the list of every year of which title or which person they used. Yeah. No, she's so, she's a thing. Monica Rambo is another Captain Marvel. Yep. That did stuff was um, probably completely useless. No, she's well, she's actually in the movie. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Um so Monica Rambo's mother, whose name I'm blanking on, was Carol Danvers like co-pilot or buddy in the air force oh is it the black girl that we yeah oh cool and so her daughter uh gets the captain marvel powers at some point okay so yeah that's that's an actual thing all right and this is the fun one so in 1982 your good old friend alan moore oh yeah started writing a captain he revived uh marvel man Mm-hmm. Remember back back way right. back when with Marvel Man? Right. Yeah, he was like, hey, here's Marvel Man. Uh, he started just reprinting like the black and white stuff. But then in 1985, he started getting it reprinted in color. Okay. And this was around the time that Christ on Infinite Earth was starting to happen too. Uh-huh. Um, and he changed it to Miracle Man because Marvel was being a dick. Well, of course. Uh, but what's actually interesting is the uh, in 2009 – Marvel actually got the rights to the 1950s Marvel Man. Okay. They so like all of that stuff is actually belongs to Marvel now. Weird. And then in 2013 they got the 80s version, the Alan Moore stuff. Huh. So they have rights to those Marvel Mans because they just want everything that has the word Marvel in it. That seems appropriate. Not really. If DC wanted everything that had DC in it, they would have literally our entire government. I'm. Marvel should chill out. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised that there's not a Marvel logo at the front of the Marvelous Ms. Maisel or whatever that show is. Oh, yeah. The Amazon original. They didn't, like, take that and be like, hey, you can't have Marvel. No! Uh, it's supposed uh, to be really good. I keep meaning to check it out. Yeah. So, in 1985, up until 1985, all of the Captain Marvel stuff was officially, like, DC lore mm-hmm. or DC canon, but in, in Earth-S because this is okay. when they started really developing their multiverse. Okay. And then Christ of the Name of Earth happened, and you guys have heard me rave about Christ of the Name of Earth. We've heard about this. Uh, where they just like, all right, all of these universes are now one. Mm-hmm. So that brought in Captain Marvel into the 
current universe. Mm-hmm. All of the all of the people. So Tommy the Tiger, Uncle Marvel, stuff like that. Everything. And then we get through these things. Speaking of good TV shows, I think the Emmys happened this week. Oh shit, that's right. No, that happened last week. I don't know. Because John Legend got the. He got. I thought it, no. I thought he had the Emmy. I thought the last one was a different one. Maybe. I don't know. Regardless, we don't care. That's <laughs> we why we didn't care. talk about it in the news. Yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, after that, Shazam, it, it, Shazam officially became Shazam in 2011. Okay. So all of me like claiming it's like he's actually called Captain Marvel has actually been wrong. Mm-hmm. But I refuse. He is Captain Marvel. This is a Car- Carol Danvers movie. Shazam is yep. the wizard. It's like a Zelda thing. Yep. When your mom walks in and sees you playing Zelda and you're like fighting with this kid with the sword, she's like, oh, is that Zelda? And you're like, no, mom. Oh, no, hang on. No, mom. It's Link, you uncultured swine. <laughs> Only I would probably say that to my mom. It's the same thing with Captain Marvel. It's like, oh, is that Shazam? It's like, no, Shazam is the wizard. Yeah. He is Captain Marvel. But we can't call him Captain Marvel because in 1941, Fawcett Comics, <laughs> and then spewing it. It's just a that. loop. This isn't. This is a it's loop an episode. Unending loop. Um, Speaking of Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers actually didn't become Captain Marvel till 2012, I believe. Yep. 2012. She was Ms. Marvel before that. She took a. They killed off the original Marvel in I think 78. I want to say. Okay. Late 70s. Uh, and she became Ms. Marvel. She took on the powers through some comic book absurdity. Yeah. And uh, basically flew around and was like sort of the secondary version of the character. And then they were like, she was basically like, had by 2012 had grown to be like an honorary Captain Marvel. Like she's filling that role. So they're like, we'll just go ahead and make it official. She's actually Captain Marvel now. Yeah. The other Captain Marvels have been, in 1993, Guinness Okay. Which is probably Marvel's son or something. Yeah. In 2000, no, no Var? Probably just another random Cree yep. dude. Uh, in 2004, Philavel. Okay. Or Philavel. Wait a minute. I've actually heard of that one. What's... Fi- oh my god. That is weird. So you got... Genus, right? The uh-huh. in in the in the nomenclature thing. Uh-huh. Like you got your like animal, your kingdom, your right. stuff like that. You got genus and you got phylum. So you got genus vel and phylavel. Huh. I wonder if they did that on purpose. I bet it's intentional. Where the fuck is spatiovel? <laughs> or kingdovel? <laughs> I want those. And then this is a fun one to say. 2007. Knurr. <laughs> Look at it. Knurr. Knurr. It's K-H-N apostrophe N-R. And then in 2012, Carol Danvers officially became Captain Marvel. So. I think it's actually pronounced. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a silent K, but the N, uh, the H-N apostrophe N-R. So it's. You got to get like a little gap in there too. I think think it's it's a a K-H like transliterating the Russian letter. So. Knurr. Like, yeah. That's what it is. It is officially Hner. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nah, it's, a, it's... Nah, I don't want... I, I had nothing else. I don't know. So, like, we gotta keep keep changing this name. So yep. it's officially Hner. We need to bring Hner back. Yeah. Every time we have a chance to talk about Captain Marvel, it's like, are you talking about Hner? 
I hope Khmer shows up uh, in the movie. Yeah. My throat hurts by doing this. <laughs> so that's the story of Captain Marvel. What's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is Marvel an asshole and can't keep their mitts to themselves. They can't create their own heroes, so they have to steal ours. Okay. <laughs> Seems appropriate. That has been the moral of all of my stories, is that Marvel <laughs> copies off of DC. To be fair, DC to- stole it from Fawcett. This is true. DC was a dick first. Right. And then Marvel was a dick to the dick, so therefore Marvel... Two wrongs don't make a right. No, they're still a dick. I was about to say they're okay, but two wrongs don't make a right. All right. You don't steal from the people who steal just to take it yourself. There we go. We actually found a moral. Yeah. If you <laughs> go and... If someone goes and steals something from a bank, you don't steal it from them and keep it to yourself. If Marvel had done what they should have done, they would go, hey, give that to us, and then they refound Fawcett Comics and give it back to them. That just seems too generous for a corporate entity. Oh, absolutely. Kevin Feige would never stand for that. No. <laughs> never. He seems like, a, like he seems like a decent man, but no. Or like Tommy Iger or whatever his name what's his name? Uh Bob Iger. J- Bob Iger? The Tommy Igo is a drummer. <laughs> Tommy Igo is a famous jazz drummer. Totally, totally. Tommy Wiseau? Up. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Okay, I'm that didn't have anything. I just had a few little addendums on your yeah. stuff. So that's that's the story of Captain Marvel. That's why I hate Captain Marvel from Marvel. Because they stole Captain Marvel. Yep. He is now officially Shazam, which which hurts me to my soul. <laughs> Shut up! Finally! I've been waiting to do that all episode. <laughs> Alright, uh... Shoust we? Yeah, we, we, we probably better shoust. Let's go watch some Game of Thrones! Yeah. So, thanks everyone for listening to us talk about the history of Captain Marvel, and... Oh, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Stop it! And other Captain Marvel, and other Captain Marvel, further Captain Marvels, Mr. Mr. Marvel, Hner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that name. Uh, oh, Hner is Captain best. Marvelous. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> and Marvel Man, and Miracle Man, and uh, other Marvel Man, and Komota, and... Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, yep. Mary Marvel, Captain Marvel Jr., Tawny the Talking Tiger, uh, Uncle Marvel, I think I already said that. Uh, Marvel Rabbit. Mar- uh, that's right, Hoppy the Hoppy the the Marvel Rabbit. He's still out there. Um, yeah, all the Marvels. What a marvelous episode! Thanks everyone for listening. Well, to this. we have a title. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the title of this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you're on SoundCloud or iTunes, like or leave a review or do the various things. Don't forget to subscribe and do all the stuff that you're supposed to do. Um, you can also find us on other places, but I won't have Preston explain it because he's up from the microphone right now. What? <laughs> oh yeah, go to do the, the, the anything that you have a have a podcast. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold, <laughs> and if you can't, you can connect the RSS feed or something. Uh, you, <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook, Just Us Losers. Uh, hit us up there for your thoughts on Captain Marvel. If you have favorite Captain Marvel comic runs that you think we should check out before it's the movie. The only correct answer is Hunter. Right. I mean, obviously. So if you have other, like, your secondary, second th- right, your second favorites, yeah. then th- those. Um, like a bronze flash drive. I have no idea if this is going to be picked up at all, but... I don't know why you're excited about that flash drive. It's like it's so heavy. <laughs> you can also hit us up on Facebook if you want us to tell want to tell us what our next episode should be about. If you've got suggestions, because I don't think we've decided yet. So we don't know what the next one is, but we know what episode fifty two is going to be. Right. We knew that from day one. Yes. 
Uh, so, yeah, hit us up there. You can also find us on Twitter at justicelosingspot at twitter.com because that's how that works. Uh, we also got an Instagram where we post very many pictures. That's not true. We post the occasional pictures, but we, once a week. we do keep up. We do keep up with it, sort of. So check us out there. Also, Justice Losers Pod. Um, we got a Gmail if you want to send us a three or four page conspiracy it's rant. It's still completely empty! We're so lonely, we need emails. Because it's 1998, and that's how people still communicate. Uh, JusticeLosersPod at gmail.com, so hit us up there. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to tell a friend, and bye! Bye! Bye.